Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm Danielle Lantieri, an ITA energy medicine practitioner, intuitive empath, and spiritual writer, here to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. In this space, we deep dive every week into topics designed to help you awaken, align, self-heal, and transform. I believe the stars have called you to this podcast for a reason. Let's dive in and find out why. Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome or welcome back to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. Today, I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you all on this platform. And I had a few ideas come to mind, but it didn't really feel right in my body. And then I started to look through my notes that I took from my ITA training. And uh, this idea just came over me. And it was to share tips and lessons on how to surrender and energetically align your systems in order for you to create inner peace. And so everything I'm about to share with you today are all lessons that I have learned through my ITA training and through my classes. And so I accredit all of these epiphanies and all of this wisdom to Melanie Ryan of the Melanie Ryan Institute of Applied Consciousness. And all of her information will be in the show notes if you would like to dive deeper into Melanie's work and the practice of ITA, which I highly recommend that you do. And so today's episode is less of a storyline or a how-to and more of a reflection on all that I've learned and all of the wisdom that ITA has given me in relation to surrendering and aligning your energy systems. And so the first thing I want to say is, my dear friend, please surrender assist yourself in gaining control by giving some control away. Conflict and pain is always going to be there. It's whether or not we choose to align with it that affects what comes and goes into our field. So surrender and go with the flow. It will allow the unconscious mind and the higher self the opportunity to slow down and become mindful and present and more in control of the vessel that is your body and the machine that is your mind as you experience this gift of life. A key lesson in surrender is this. When people or things are not meant to be in your field, they will naturally and organically leave. So often we as humans prematurely make things leave or we leave ourselves, or we force things to stay. On the flip side, what is meant for us will naturally attract into our field when we become aligned with it. The more we let go and the more we surrender, the more we align with the people, opportunities, and lessons that our souls are meant to experience. It doesn't matter who or what is in your external field. What matters is how you are in those exchanges. Are you staying true to your authentic self? Are you balanced and aligned? Or 
Are you dancing with your shadow self in order to keep the peace? Or are you giving too much of yourself away without filling up your own cup? It doesn't really matter what's going on externally. What affects everything, what affects your health, your wellness, what you magnetize to yourself is how you are, how your energy systems are, how you're acting, how you're thinking in these day-to-day moments. And so if we surrender, and if we let go of a little bit of control, and we just go with the flow, it's a lot easier for us to maintain that state of balance and alignment and truth with who we really are. It's so important to hold your presence in the I am, in your truth, but especially in the face of negative experiences or people. We don't want to let the offsets of others and other people's projections of their limiting beliefs and their trauma cause us to become offset in our own lives. And so it's really important that we don't suppress our negative emotions, but we don't spiral in them either. We acknowledge them. And when we embrace that acknowledgement and that awareness, we allow our brain to recognize the positive. We allow ourselves the opportunity to rewire what's going on and remind ourselves that we are in control. So this is what I mean by that. If you're in the face of someone who is offset and they are expressing the emotion of anger and they are projecting their anger onto you saying that you did something wrong to them or that you caused something to happen that made them feel this way. When you know in your truth that that's simply not what happened, that's not your truth, but someone is putting their emotions onto you. We could spiral in that. We could become angry and match their emotions, or we could hold a sense of presence and we could tell ourselves that their offsets and their projections are a reflection of them, not an indicator of who we are. And so rather than just suppressing the negative emotions that arise in this situation, maybe we're hurt or sad or angry. Maybe we do get angry from this. Rather than suppressing it and pretending like everything's okay, and rather than spiraling in it and matching their rage with rage, we place an awareness to it. And we say, I see you. Thank you. But I no longer align with you. I am not that. And through this process, you gain back your control. And through this control, you can reframe the negative emotion into a positive one. And you can say, I am not rage. I am love. I am peace. I am gentleness. And so I will meet this experience and I will meet this person with who I truly am. And that is gentleness and compassion. This all happens within a few seconds, but it's such a visceral sensation in the body. When you feel the emotions in your body bubble up, it's so easy to just let them come out, but afterwards it never feels good. And so it's in that moment right before they bubble out of you that you need to pause and you need to say, wait, I see you. Thank you. I no longer align with you. I am this instead. That is the true meaning of taking your power back and being in control of not only your emotions, but yourself, and also in control of what you're going to magnetize into your field. Along the same lines of this, 
this lesson, when I learned it, completely changed everything for me. It just resonated so deeply and it caused a massive perspective shift. And it is this. Consciousness, universe, God, source, whatever you want to call it. Consciousness cannot support you if you have lost yourself. And so truth to the self is the most vitally important thing you must maintain. If we lose sight of who we truly are, and we dance with our shadow selves, or we allow ourselves to become upset and spiral, we lose that support. I mean, I don't want to sound like the the universe just gives up on us, but the universe will be supporting us to be getting back into alignment and back into baseline. But what I mean right here is that consciousness can't fuel our destiny and our desires and our balance and alignment and abundance if we have lost ourselves. Consciousness is going to just focus on getting us to find ourselves again. And then once we find ourselves, then we can take that step forward in transforming our lives in the positive, in what we truly want to create in this life. Everything in our field is exactly where it is meant to be. Even the obstacles, even the challenges. There is always a higher reason to our experiences. And so remaining true to who we really are in the face of all of it, the good, bad, ugly, confusing, blissful, all of it, remaining true to who we are to the best of our ability is what is going to keep us in the most balanced and aligned state. That is what is going to allow us to master the things in life that we have yet to master, create what we are here to create. It all comes down to witnessing with non-judgment, and staying true to who we really are. And I know that is so much easier said than done. Trust me, my friends. I am not perfect at this. I'm not sure if I have met anyone who is perfect at this. But we've got to try, right? And the more we try and the more we align our mindset with this idea, I'm telling you the easier life is and the more beautiful life is. I'll tell a little story. So... I was on vacation a few weeks ago with friends, and I always wear these crystal necklaces. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm sure you've seen them in my photos. I love them. They're my favorite. I I really do love these crystals. And I've been wearing them every day for years, and so they're special to me. They've built up sentimental value. And in the span of just a few days, I lost all of them. I mean, one snapped in half, one got lost when I was away, It was just, they just disappeared. And I was telling my friends and I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, oh my gosh, like my necklace, like it's gone. And they all got really upset for me because they all love me and they know how much I love these necklaces. And so they felt for me and they felt really badly. And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'll try to look for it, blah, blah, blah. And in that moment, when I saw how much they cared, all I felt was gratitude. All I felt was oh my gosh, I love these people so much. I love my friends so much. Look how much they care about my necklaces. And I just said, eh, no worries. It's an excuse to go shopping. And that's truly how I felt. I know this is such a silly example, but sometimes little things like this, like breaking something or losing your necklace or just having a series of unfortunate events occur can really cause us to spiral in lower emotions and just become offset in general. And so the more we can match little inconveniences in life with gratitude and acceptance and non-judgment, 
A, the more aligned and balanced we'll be from day to day, but also we'll gain more practice to embrace that mindset when it comes to maybe some of the bigger challenges we face in life. And I believe that this stems from the observer effect. So once you are truly present and once you are in stillness, then you can become the observer of your life rather than the reactionary. And that is when you can gain clarity, gain clarity on what's happening in the moment, gain clarity on past experiences and gain clarity on what you want for your future. It all comes from being mindful and present so that you can truly adopt the observer mentality. You are not you living your life. You are consciousness observing this fractal of source experiencing human existence. And staying in that observer mindset 24-7, in my opinion, isn't exactly the point of life. But there are so many times when zooming out and gaining that perspective and becoming the observer will help assist us in moving through seasons and cycles that may be challenging, gaining clarity and perspective shifts, and also just absorbing lessons that we're meant to absorb in this life. And so knowing how to become the observer is really important, but I don't think you need to be there 24-7. I think embracing life as a human, just going through the day, can be really fun and really valuable. Another thing that ITA has taught me is this. When you are creating and going by your day-to-day, rather than thinking, I want these experiences, ask yourself, why have these experiences been presented to me? And what I mean by that is so often we just think about what we want. And through that, we think about what we don't want. Instead, we can meet each moment where it's at. And we could say, ah, moment, I see you. I've attracted you for a reason. Why? Why has this experience been presented to me? And I believe that... The more we align with that version of perceiving life, the more we actually get from it, and the more peaceful we are, and the happier and abundant. Because if all we're doing is focusing on what we want, in turn, we're placing a lot of energy on what we don't want, because the opposites come to mind. Right now, I don't have a boat, but I think having a boat would be cool. But if all I did every day was think about how much I wanted a boat, I'm just fueling the negative, which is fueling the fact that I don't have a boat. And having a boat isn't really important in life. Maybe what I should be asking myself is, ah, why am I met with this experience of seeing all of these people having fun on boats and not having one? And again, that's another silly example, but... The more we just embrace what's happening and ask, what's the lesson here? What am I gaining from this experience? Because I do believe that there is something to gain through every experience. Ooh, I'm looking at my list. So this is a big one. Okay, so every single human being has a responsibility. And that responsibility is to heal and align the self. As well as take control back of our human vehicles. Because what happens internally happens externally. We truly are all connected. We are all one. And so if one person is offset, that offsets the entire collective. And so 
That is why I say all the time that this is the inner work that'll change the world, that'll heal the world. Because when we balance and align ourselves, we help to balance and align to the collective. And the more aligned we become, the easier it is for other souls around us to find that balance and alignment as well. And so if you're someone who really wants to help others and really wants to change the world in some capacity, I am telling you the best way, the most foundational way to do that is to first balance and align yourself and to be a living demonstration of your truth and what it means to be unconditional love and to be unity and to be connection. And this last lesson that I learned through my ITA training that I want to share today, there's so, so many, I cannot cannot even express how much I've learned and how many pages and pages of notes I've found, but I did just highlight a few that I wanted to bring to your attention surrounding what it means to surrender and energetically align your systems because I feel that that is so so important and I feel that that is the foundation to everything else that comes next. And so this next lesson that I learned is what you magnetize into your field depends on the particular frequency being held at that moment in time. So you don't manifest what you want. You don't even manifest what you desire. You manifest what you are who you are in that moment. And so in order to create the life that you want, in order to attract what you desire, you need to first align energetically with that. You need to become it because you magnetize the frequency that you're holding. So if something offsets me today and that lowers my frequency, or if I'm just now in a bad mood, I cannot attract something of a much higher vibration and frequency unless I lift my energy up to that wavelength. I just, it's not possible. And that's kind of the basics of the law of attraction, but said in this way, it just made it so much more understandable to me. You don't magnetize what you want. You magnetize the frequency you're holding in that moment. And that could mean a thousand different things. And the good news is that you don't need to know what you want or what's best in order to magnetize it. All you have to do is hold the frequency as high as possible and then everything that is meant for you will naturally come with ease without you even having to try. It really just comes down to becoming the future version of yourself in this moment and holding a high frequency and doing the deep soul work that will help get rid of all of the blocks and limiting beliefs that are so deep within. And so that is why ITA work is my absolute favorite modality for self-healing and alignment. Because not only do we connect the physical to the energetic and interplay the mind into that connection, but we also get to the root cause of any offset. Because every single thing first starts in the energetic, in the energy systems. Everything. Every dream we have, every broken bone, all of it. Everything first starts in the energetic, but it must first pass through the physical in order to be purged. And so we use all of this information, all of this wisdom of our bodies, our minds, our souls, our energy systems, 
And we work on creating treatment plans and aligning unique aspects of each person in order to help them heal from their unique offset. Because maybe I can experience depression, but my depression stems from a completely different place than someone else's. And so how can there be a one-size-fits-all approach to healing? There can't. Everyone is so dynamic and unique, and we have our own limiting beliefs and traumas and conditioning patterns, not just from this life, but from every single life we've ever lived. And so ITA gets to the root of all of that, and it provides the tools and the techniques to balance it. And it's not like practitioners like myself are healing you. No, no, no. We help facilitate you in self-healing. This is an empowering process here. We may offer the wisdom and the tools and the techniques, but it's you. It's your soul. It's your determination. It's your purging that is being done. That's aligning yourself. You are capable of healing anything at any time. And like I said last week, I really want season three to be about grounding and learning the foundational tools for balancing and aligning. And I feel that surrendering and letting go is one of the foundation practices. Because once we can do that, once we can really adopt all of these lessons that I've shared today, all of this ITA wisdom, that is when we can energetically align our systems and create this inner peace. And it's from this inner peace and this balance that we can then create the life of our dreams and fulfill our purpose and our destinies. And so... With that said, that concludes today's episode of the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I really wish that I was able to offer you something here in this nugget of chaotic wisdom and lessons that serves you in some way and helps facilitate your growth and your inner healing. With that said, I am sending as much love as I possibly can through this mic and I will talk to you soon. Bye!